You're listening to Shadow Work Voice Notes by me, Natalie White. This is my audio diary where I share my thoughts, musings, realizations, and whatever else may come up along my journey of self-awareness and self-transformation. It may get crazy sometimes, but that's okay. That's just the human experience, isn't it? All right, enough of this introduction. Let's get into it. Sometimes I get this buildup of energy that just makes me want to scream. Now, when I was younger, throughout most of my life, anger and screaming, (laughs) definitely screaming, but anger, feeling anger, expressing anger, anything to do with anger was not something that I was able to allow myself to feel. I I was someone who definitely bottled up my anger, stuffed it down, swallowed it up. It, It just built up throughout my life and I did have a lot of repressed anger. And it... It's funny, you know, like I think about it and anger itself is this really hot emotion. It has a lot of energy behind it. Energy that makes you need to move. It makes you need to do something. And that's really, I guess, why I repressed it so much. Because I felt like I was not able to do anything with it. So rather than sit with this uncomfortable emotion that I couldn't do anything with, I suppressed my awareness of it. And interestingly, I came eventually to think of it as frozen anger. It became this block that was heavy and cold. It was almost like by suppressing my anger, it condensed further into hatred that I was not exactly aware of. I I ignored that, but it's cold and heavy and easy to kind of ignore. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, but anger conversation about hatred can come around on another day, but I want to focus on anger right now. When I started doing the shadow work, when I was first getting started in the path work and allowing myself to get in touch with my emotions that I had held back and that I wasn't allowing myself in the past to get in touch with, when I started opening up to those, Anger was a little bit of a difficult one to start to get into. It was strange. It was uncomfortable. And full disclosure, this was back in 2008, 2009. And at the time that I'm recording this, it's only been a year since I feel like I really made a monumental um like it closed a loop on that learning of how to 
hold space for and allow anger in a healthy way. And, and right now it's 2003. Whoops, that should have been 2023, not 2003. So that was like, it was, it was a pretty long cycle because, man, that was a lot of old gunk in there. That was, that was, anger was a difficult one for me. Anyway, back in the beginning, when I was first getting into it, beginning to defrost that that frozen block there of anger turned to hate, the first ways that I started to get into it and that I started to allow myself to feel and express the anger was I allowed myself to throw temper tantrums like a two-year-old. You know, the the terrible twos where the kids fall down on the floor and, and, well, we know, we know all about that, what the temper tantrums would look like. (laughs) Anyway, so I allowed myself temper tantrums. Now, I did this in a controlled way. I did this in a deliberate way. I didn't just give in to temper tantrums in front of people, you know, in the situations, in, in whatever, you know, I, 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 I reacted to situations appropriately. But once I was alone and I did wait for the moments when there was nobody else home, uh, I, was, I had gone back to live with my parents at the time. So there, there were plenty of times when I was alone in the house and it was in those moments that I would allow myself to go into these feelings and to express them. One of my favorite ways that was, it was, it was actually quite fun in a way. Like it was, it was freeing to allow myself to do this. So I had these throw pillows on my bed and in those moments when I was alone in the house, I would take the pillow and I would run around the house and smack walls with it as hard as I could. This was not the sort of movement or motion that I was allowed or that I allowed myself to have. You know, I've, I've never been somebody who has been very active with her arms. You know, I think of people who punch people, you know, boxers, um, or, or baseball, or even, I don't know, doing very much with your arms that like pushes things outward. If you think about that, that's like in a, that's one of the movements that comes from anger, from allowing the anger to flow. And I needed to block this sort of movement in my body because even just moving too much with my arms around would, could, and it does get in touch with these feelings. So holding back these physical movements is also a part of how we suppress and repress our feelings. So by taking these deliberate times when I was alone in the house, when I could not look like a crazy woman in front of anybody doing like, you know, know, make people be like, what the, what the, what are you doing? Crazy person. Um, so 
I did. I would run around the house and smack walls that had nothing on them, you know, like we'd have some bare walls here or there that where I wasn't putting anything in danger. I wasn't going to break anything. I wasn't going to damage anything in my parents' house. It was simply just so that I could allow this energy movement from my back to my shoulders and down my arms with my hands so that I'd smack the wall with the pillow. And oh man, was that satisfying. I was like, raw, you know? Oh my God. Yep. 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 Oh, that was so good. Especially. And you know, I do this sort of thing now still. I mean, I don't really run around the house and smack the walls with pillows. I could if I wanted to, but I kind of don't need it to go to that extent. I will move my arms in these certain ways to help move the energy. But oh man, back then when I was first letting this all out, that felt so good. That that was one of those things that was like so powerfully freeing to allow this energy to move. And I want to stress again, I was alone in the house and I was deliberately making this space for that. I wasn't reacting. It wasn't like somebody was making me angry. And <laughs> in the moment that I was angry with them, I was running and grabbing a pillow and then smacking walls to be like, I'm so angry at you. <laughs> it just seems so silly to even think of, you know, to imagine this. Um, you know, I just, I just want to stress the point that it was not me being a child about it in these situations, you know, it would be afterwards. I'd, I'd take it and I'd move into it with a thoughtful awareness and punching the pillow too. I'm pretty sure that I did that. I think, though, that more so than punching the pillows, it was smacking the walls with pillows that was more satisfying to me. I don't think I I punched the pillows too, too much. Maybe a little bit. Probably a little bit. (laughs) Um, And the other thing that was actually super amazingly satisfying was screaming into the pillows. Now, if you've listened to my previous voice notes... Uh, You'll remember from the first one where I talk about my voice and how I've always held my voice back. So screaming definitely was one of those things that I did not do. I was not allowed. That was not an energetic movement that I allowed my body to engage in. So to to grab that pillow and, and scream into it as loud and with as much force as I could oh, that's freeing. And that one is one that I still do today every once in a while. My poor cats. <laughs> My poor cats. Oh, these babies, they will sometimes come <laughs> looking at me like, Mama, are you okay? What are you doing? You're being weird again. Because, yeah, they they are the ones that get to witness this process. No humans do. I don't do this in front of humans. Um, But, yeah. So, it's so, it's so cathartic. It's so helpful. It's so necessary. It's something that we don't really maybe even talk about very much, but allowing the, these movements to happen with our bodies, with our physical bodies, that is one, it's a super important way 
for processing and releasing emotions. It, we're so used to looking right and proper. And of course, you know, up and screaming in the middle of a conversation with people to let your frustration and anger out, it's, it's kind of not appropriate. So, of course, there's that. We learn to be appropriate in the world, which is good. But we also need to allow ourselves to let these things out too, you know, which is where this creating a space, a time, a way in which we can let these things out of our bodies is so helpful. I mean, singing is one way. However, there's, there's this, so, so there's that too, you know, like we can, we can find activities that give us these movements and this way to put the energy out in, in, of the physical, because, you know, we, we think of emotions as just this thing that we feel, this, this, this non-existent thing, but emotions are energy and they are energetic movements too, you know? So that is super important when we're trying to process and work through our emotions. We have to allow that energetic movement and we will have our favorite or safe ways of doing it. Um, for example, for me, crying was a safe way to allow for energetic movement. But there is a difference, you know? It it doesn't um it doesn't give the same processing as running around the house and smacking walls with a pillow. It's a different movement. It's letting out the energy in a different way. And it, the crying releases it, but, or releases tension. It's like releasing the pressure valve, but it doesn't completely process it and let it out. So there's like appropriate movements for different emotions. And we do sort of get stuck in our regular ways as with, you know, we think of men and how for so long they were repressed in their emotions and the anger is the appropriate way. So they'll feel hurt, they'll feel sad and they'll go out and they'll pick a fight with somebody. And that is their way of letting off that steam, that letting off that pressure. And, but it's not effective completely because it doesn't, move the energy in the way that crying moves the sadness. So, you know, um, if we, if we think of how historically and stereotypically, you know, women are allowed to cry, men and men are allowed to punch things. And obviously, you know, I'm just speaking of, of stereotypically and historically and all that stuff, but it just goes to show how, you know, there's, it just goes to, to, exemplify the point that I was making about how the appropriate movements will release the or release and move the the emotions in in different ways and so 
it's why it's so important for us to get in touch with our bodies and to try to see the ways in which our bodies are needing to move when we're feeling certain ways. And although it may not be appropriate in all situations to allow these movements to happen, it's important for us to create that space that we can go to and allow for all of the movements, all the range of movements, all the range of expressions for all of the emotions. And so, I mean, I know that not everybody can have the luxury of being home alone, people with small children or big families. It can be hard. But I do absolutely encourage everyone, anyone, to try to figure out how you can create the space for you to express all the range of your emotions through your body. Because if you just speak it, if you just, I'm going to speak it, if you just acknowledge it mentally, it is important. The mental acknowledgement is certainly important and it's the first part, but you have to allow the energy to move and that happens through the connection with the body and bodily movements and and all of that. So yeah, I encourage everybody to do that because that is how you can process these emotions within you and let them go and let them dissipate. Otherwise, they kind of get stuck in our bodies and, well, they just keep on wreaking havoc in our lives that way. So I encourage you to try to do this, try to give this physical expression or give yourself this physical expression because honestly, it is super important. It has been really transformational in my life to give myself the space more and more for this kind of bodily, physical, emotional expression. Well, that's it for now. I hope you enjoyed listening in on my thoughts and that it has given you something to think about in your own life and inner work journey. If you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, head on over to saturnish.com. That's S-A-T- U-R-N-I-S-H dot com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.